What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. All right. Welcome, everyone, to our very first podcast. And so today um, we're going to be diving in. But before we get there, I wanted to share the heart behind uh, the Wake Before the Day podcast. One of the things Bobby and I try to include in our daily rhythm is we try to get up early and read, read the Bible, uh, pray some scripture, uh, journal it or text it if we can, and then um, pray it over and share it with others. So if you're at a manual, you've heard the read it and write it, pray it and share it. And just when it comes to the Bible, we really truly believe that the Bible is God's word. It's alive and active. It actually changes us. And uh, lately, I've had so many conversations with different people, one last week in particular with a wife of a man who has been changed. And she said, I don't know what has happened to my husband, but he's a different man. And uh, he's spending time in the Word, and he's being changed from the inside out. And so, really grateful for God using His Word to change us. And uh, we really like uh, reading this description. We follow the Emmanuel reading plan. We like that because we get to read it in community. So Bobby and I both read the same chapter. We have friends and other people at Emmanuel that have read this chapter as well, and we get to connect. And what's fascinating is when I read the same chapter as my wife Bobby Jean here, and you just say, verse 3 stood out to me and the Holy Spirit really spoke. And the Holy Spirit spoke to you, Bob, and verse 11 stood out, and we get this opportunity to, to talk about it. Yeah, that's been a, a fun part of connecting over Scripture, too, has been able to share it with Clark and with other people um, at church and just in our community. And so, like Clark said, just so fun to be able to do that uh, with you now through this podcast. And um, some of you might be wondering about the name, and some of you might have heard that before, just connected with Clark and I, and that's actually kind of become a mantra that we believe the Lord gave us just a few years ago that has really resonated with us, with our family, and just kind of the rhythm that we try to live out and just how really waking up before the day kind of sets the tone. And so I've heard it said before, um, waking up before the day, meaning like waking up before the sun is risen, before the days really start, before the kids and the kitchen and everything's working, before um, you're sending out any work emails, before you look at technology at all, but just waking up and um, giving the first kind of efforts of your day back to the Lord. And so, um, yeah, we think that that kind of sets the tone that you can step into the day when you wake before the day and spend some quiet time with the Lord. And uh, so that's kind of where the name came. And then hopefully you'll be able to listen in the morning. And if not, anytime throughout the day, really um, in your car, on your phone, um, love to connect with you guys. So like Clark said, we are reading 1 Corinthians chapter 11 today as a church. And we actually had the same section stick out to us, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen all the time. But um, I'm going to go ahead and read 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 23 through 29 in the NIV version. And uh, this is actually about communion. So I'll go ahead and read it for us right now. For I have received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. 
So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the cup and drink before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. Yeah, and so the Lord's Supper or communion is a huge deal in the Bible, and it's one of two sacraments, uh, the Lord's Supper, and the other one is is baptism. And this is something that we try to put into practice regularly at our church services. And now, Bob, sometimes you read out the message version. Yeah, that's kind of what stuck out to me actually in the reading um, today was when I read it in the message version, version, which I actually often do. It just kind of makes more sense to me sometimes. And so um, verses 27 and 28 sound like this in the message version. Anyone who eats the bread or drinks the cup of the master irreverently is like the part of the crowd that jeered and spit on him at his death. Is that the kind of remembrance you want to be a part of? Examine your motives, test your heart, and come into this meal in holy awe. And so I'm not sure um, if it's just being kind of in quarantine and not being able to actually step into corporate worship um, and communion being a part of that, if that's what I'm missing. But I really just felt um, a conviction, a standing out. uh, What stuck out to me was just the reverence and awe part of that at the end and how when we come to the communion table, it's not just routine. We don't want to take it for granted. We don't want to come um, when we're when we're harboring something or when we have unforgiveness or something that we need to bring to the Lord, but we need to come and check our motives and we need to come um, just in holy awe and just with with gratitude and realizing, whoa, um, this is what Jesus has done for me, that he was broken, that his blood spilled out. And, um, and we don't want to step lightly into that and the gifts that come from that too. So that's kind of um, the main theme that stuck out to me from these verses, especially in the, mes- the message version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and when what comes to my mind and my heart when I read this is Jesus is saying, hey, remember me, remember what I've done. So for us right now in 2020, remember what Jesus said, remember what Jesus did, but it's also much more than a, a memory because we're experiencing the reality of Jesus' death and resurrection right, right now. And so in seminary, they always talk about this, the sacraments being a, a sign and a symbol. And one of the most helpful analogies I give you and I've given before is that it's like a road sign. And when you're driving down the road and you see the yellow sign on the side and it, and it shows you that there's going to be a, a curvy road ahead, there's the sign but you are soon experiencing the reality of that sign when your car is moving to the right and then to the yeah. left and then back to the right. And so we experience the reality of the gospel promises today. Do you feel like you can kind of flush that out more and give like examples of us and like actually living in the midst of the promises? Like, what does that mean? What does that look like actually? Yeah, I think actually when I woke up the other day and we were kicking this idea around the Holy Spirit kind of nudge me like think about this think this through and some of the initial ones that that come to my mind and I think about when I'm taking communion is that you know Jesus gave up his spirit and it's not long after that he's given us his holy spirit um forgiveness is freely offered when we repent so every time we come to the the communion table you remember yeah my, my sins were on Jesus when he died on the cross but he extends forgiveness and then that we have this direct relationship with God when he died the temple yeah. veil was torn and that symbolizes we have this direct um, access and this relationship with the Lord. You don't have to come to the pastor and pray. You actually get to pray directly to God. And then another one's grace, unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Didn't earn God's love. I also can't earn God's love. I can't unearn it. 
Um, and the last kind of thought is that we didn't get what we deserved. We take communion. I think yeah. about, you know, how jacked up our, my sin is and that we're actually deserving of hell. And instead, God gave us what we didn't deserve, and that's a relationship with Him. So yeah. when, when we take communion, those are the kind of things we have to remember that we're walking in the Spirit. We're not alone. God forgives us. There's grace. It's unconditional. And He's really kind. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Lately, we've been having conversations with Kirby about communion, and she wants she sees everything that's going on, and she wants to take communion with us, and, and we're helping her understand um kind of all of that, what Clark just said, how that's wrapped up in communion, but really how it, and it's this simple gift too for, for, for Kirby. And so it's, it's hard. (laughs) And, um, like in verses 27 through 29, it talks about kind of heavy words when it's saying, um, that you don't want to come to this cup in an unworthy manner, um, that you'll be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord, that everyone ought to examine themselves before, um, before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup for those that eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. And so something that's actually been super helpful in, um, in kind of helping Kirby understand this is that, yes, this is a big deal. Yes, we take this seriously, but, but this is a gift for you. And this is something that, that you get to, that you get to step into. This is exciting. This is a relational part has been, um, uh, using the Sally Lloyd Jones Bible and just, there's an, a couple excerpts that are, I mean, the whole thing's super helpful. Uh, but Clark actually, uh, brought that out. And so there's an excerpt about communion. That's super simple and easy to understand too. Yeah. This is what she says. I mean, Jesus is speaking to the disciples as, as if he said, my body's like this bread, it will break. And this cup of wine is like my blood. It will pour out. But this is how God's going to rescue the whole world. God says my life will break and God's broken world will mend. God's heart will tear apart, and your hearts, our hearts, will heal. Just as the Passover lamb died, so now I'm going to die, God says, instead of you. Mm. My blood will wash away all of your sins, and you'll be clean on the inside in your hearts. Yeah. So today, as we get to share this with you, now we're going to leave. Something just to reflect on, I think, that maybe Clark and I will often either reflect on a verse or maybe a question that we felt like Holy Spirit gave us from our reading. Um, So today, maybe just leave with how, um, what was your first communion and what does communion mean to you? Um, just when you think back kind of to memories or, or over time, what that might look like, or, or maybe just the last time you took it corporately, what, what was going on? Were you taking it for granted? Were you entering in? Were you examining? Um, and then also just step into how you can experience that reality today. Now, what Clark was talking about, just the unconditional love and grace and not getting what we deserved and, and just how those truths actually translate into into today and how we're living. So, um, just some things that you could potentially reflect on and, um, that just kind of keep the scripture weaving throughout your day. So you don't just read it and then forget about it. So, yeah. 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 So if you're interested in reading along with us, like we said, community is, is awesome. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on first Corinthians 11 as well. So feel free to reply to, you know, some of the social media feeds we've got. Um, also you ask your family, Ask your roommates. If you're married, yeah. ask your spouse. Say, hey, what, what's God teaching you out of his word? And that really is a gentle accountability uh, piece right there because if you're not, I, I haven't read it today, I don't have anything to offer. 
It's okay. Just be gentle and, and ask him the next day. Hey, what's God teaching you out of his word? And, and it's really exciting. I learn a ton from Bobby Jean, uh, some of the other folks who share on some of the text loops. So if you're interested in reading the Emmanuel Reading Plan, you can download the Emmanuel Reformed Church app in the app store and the, the reading plans right there. So until next time. Yeah, looking forward to yeah, it. God bless you and uh, tune in later this week, okay? We'll talk to you then. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day. Thank you.